0: Hi, this is Dr. Tom Rogers at Performance Medicine coming to you with another weekly podcast. Um, It's right before Christmas. It's the Christmas season, and I don't want to ruin anybody's holiday, but I'm going to talk about something that we probably utilize more than usual during the holidays, and that's alcohol. You know, I've wanted to talk about the pros and cons of drinking alcohol for quite some time. It just seems like this is a pretty appropriate time to do it, especially since I've been listening to a lot of different podcasts, doing a lot of bone research about it. And, you know, when you practice medicine for so long, you see a lot of the, the bad effects of alcohol that it takes on people. But so what I'm going to do to you today is deliver the good, the bad and the ugly of Drinking alcohol because there, there is, may be some good things to it. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the majority of the evidence uh, would say otherwise. So, especially if you listen to Dr. Huberman, um, he's a famous podcaster out of Stanford University. He's a neuroscientist and very intelligent man. I love listening to his podcast. He talks a lot about the brain and he's just a really interesting guy. So, he kind of, he kind of, doubles down on it and gives you the good the bad and the ugly as well because a lot of people think that you know there's some good things that you can do by drinking alcohol for example uh there are some studies that show drink uh, light drinkers may benefit and live longer and maybe it protects their heart but i'll talk about that in a little bit because i've I've looked at a lot of different studies and first of all i'll give you i'll give you kind of the bad um so when you think, is alcohol good for you? For most cases, no, because it's a toxin. Eighty um, percent of us drink something, so it can't be all that bad for for most of us. But um, you know, it makes you feel good initially. That's why people drink. You know, usually it lightens the mood. You become a little bit more sociable. And but then there's the adverse effects. It turns out that. The length of time that you feel good is actually much, much longer than the time you feel bad because it kind of depresses things after the initial make-you-feel-good time. Um, So it's really, there's a lot of things to look in here. There was a recent study on whether low levels um, thin your brain cortex. That's what Dr. Huberman was focusing on a lot because he studies the brain. And, yeah, I mean, even small amounts of alcohol do make your brain smaller. We've always known that it, it destroys neurons, and that's both gray matter, which is the cell body, and, and white matter, which is the, the neural connections that you see that are wrapped in a fatty myelin sheath. Um, so you do lose neurons when you drink. Uh, but does it matter how much you drink? Yes, and that seems to be the key to it. So does it matter if you drink one drink a day or you drink eight drinks on a weekend? It's really, cumulatively, it's all the same effect, so it really doesn't matter. Of course, you'd prefer to take a drink a day other than getting drunk on the weekends, but um, it all adds up. Um, Alcohol, and we're talking about ethanol, of course, um, it's it's metabolized by your liver, by alcohol dehydrogenase and it actually turns it into acetyl aldehyde, um, which is a toxin it's direct toxin nad actually converts it so that's an important uh, little enzyme in this in this conversion um, there's really no nutritional value in alcohol it's what we call empty calories for sure you're gonna get no a benefit by drinking alcohol nutritionally. I think everybody pretty much knows that. Um, one thing about alcohol is it's very penetrable. So it's both water and fat soluble. That's why it gets into your brain so fast. It's fat soluble. Your brain's made up of water and fat. Um, and it's processed in the liver. So really it's the liver that takes the biggest hit with alcohol. That's why it causes cirrhosis and liver damage. Um, so, you know, when you're tipsy or even all the way to drunk, what you're doing is disrupting these neural pathways that we talked about. Um, that's why your speech gets slurred and your motor movements become uh, affected. That's why when they do the drunk man walk, if you get pulled over, that's what it, you know, you can't motor right with it. Um, but it also does does a lot of other things. Um it slows your ability to perform mentally and physically. Um, and also, it affects your prefrontal cortex, thereby you kind of lose your inhibitions uh, with alcohol. So, people do things they don't even remember and things they're not, cannot be proud of at times, too. Um, so, it really does affect your memory, both short and long term. Uh, so, it has a range of effects. And it's different in different people. I mean, certain people have better tolerances to it. Um, And it's interesting because, you know, the people that they take a drink or two and they're immediately drunk, those people don't have enough alcohol dehydrogenase to break it down so well. And also, if you drink, of course, drink with something on your stomach. It'll diffuse the effects of it a little bit. But it's really interesting because the people that drink a lot and are kind of the life of the party and they, they can drink it seems like all night without you know getting that down feeling until the next day those people are more likely to become alcoholics than people that um don't tolerate it so much interestingly so people have different tolerances to it and the more you drink the more it takes so it is addictive there's no doubt about that um It inhibits your neurotransmitters as well, like serotonin and dopamine, and real importantly, cortisol, that stress hormone that you don't want too much of. It also affects your gut microbiome. Um, It increases leaky gut, so it's definitely not good for your gut. It also affects your hormones. You know, we do so much work with hormones. Um, Alcohol increases aromatization of testosterone to estradiol and that's one reason why alcohol in women increase your risk of breast cancer and in men in large breasts gynecomastia definitely can happen um... it affects pregnant women terribly uh, pregnant women should not drink anything uh... it actually changes the dna of the fetus we've all seen the effects of fetal alcohol syndrome and these babies are born with uh, craniofacial defects, and also mental retardation. So it's terrible, terrible, terrible in pregnant women. Now, genetics play a part in alcoholism, um, like it does everything. But um, it's it's really another interesting fact is that the earlier you start drinking, the more likely you are to have a problem with it. Um, it's the same thing like marijuana. I do not like kids smoking marijuana because it really uh, affects them their whole life if they start too early Um, so it does it is addictive it it it's a long-term change in your brain and again we don't use all of our brain anyway so you've got some room to spare there for most of us Um, but it still has the same effects on you whether you're drinking a little bit are a lot. Of course, a lot is a lot worse, and so, you know, I'm not here to put a total downer on all of us that drink alcohol. Most of us do. Um, So, what about the good effects? There's been some scientific papers that uh, alcohol may be kind of protective against cardiovascular disease and decrease your mortality, you know, if you drink a little red wine, will you live longer and more healthy? Um, there was a, a study this year published in Scientific Reports that assess the risk and benefits um, associated with modest drinking. That's no more than one drink a day. And the study, in that study, it uh, came up and revealed that like 20%, 23% of modest drinkers gain an average of 0.94 years of life. So a little bit less than a year of life that it added. Um, And they had an 8% reduction in all-cause mortality. So that sounds like a good report. Um, But regular drinkers, which is defined as greater than one drink a day, um, had a 43% increase in overall mortality uh, and they lost 6.9 years of life. That's almost seven years of life. Um, modest drinkers also had a two to four fold uh, increase in oral and esophageal cancers. Um, so that's a major risk factor for that. So really, the good benefits are negated by that risk of cancer in, in most people. So, um and there's a thin line between what's modest and what's a regular drinker. Um, so excessive drinking definitely increases your cardiovascular mortality, um, cancer, liver disease. Um, it weakens your immune system, definitely causes cognitive impairment short and long term, and it can be responsible for a lot of mental illnesses. Um excessive means more than four drinks a day um, or eight total for the week in women and five drinks a day or 15 per week in men. Men have a little bit better tolerance for alcohol than women do. Um, and the binge drinkers, you know, it's the same thing for them, same risk if they drink all they're drinking on the weekends, it's just as bad. Um, may even be worse because they can get drunk and being a wreck of course and and so we're not even really talking about accidents here which compound the problem with alcohol Um, another study in aging magazine found that um, the 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 probability of living till, till you're 90 increases in women who drank a modest amount of wine and men had Kind of the opposite effect, they, they had a modest increase in uh, if they drank liquor. So it seems like wine may be better for women and men. liquor may be better for men. And again, that's less than one drink a day. So the, the benefits definitely, uh, are, there's a gray line there. There was another study in molecular psychiatry that found that 10 or more glasses of wine uh, shortened your, the length of your DNA called your telomeres. Um, and it shortens lives. Um, and, of course, the more alcohol you consume, the shorter those telomeres are and the shorter your lifespan will be. Um, so is it worth the risk? Um, the risk, especially if drinking more than one drink a day, or seven, five to eight drinks in a week are definitely outweighing the benefits of alcohol. I hate to, p- to say that to you, but if you want to take a deep dive on it, you need to listen to Dr. Andrew Huberman's podcast on alcohol. So um, again, there's a, there's a fine line, and we're not even talking about, um, you know, drunk drivers and things like that and all the heartache that they can cause. So the bottom line is here, since most of us do consume some alcohol is, and everybody's a little different. So know your tolerances. And if you think you're overdoing it or the people around you think you're overdoing it, you're probably overdoing it. There's probably no doubt about that. So I'm not saying don't drink, um, but you sure are putting yourself at risk by drinking, definitely consuming too much. And I think the downside is going to far outweigh the benefits of uh you know drinking really at all so the only way to make sure you're not going to be an alcoholic or have problems is to don't drink now that's not reasonable for most people but it's sure just you ought to be aware of the things that alcohol can cause because there's no doubt that it's a toxin it impairs you um you know but yet a lot of us do it of course to, to relax for a little bit so you have to know yourself everybody's a little bit different in the way they react to alcohol. but So be careful, I want you to have a great holiday of course, but just think twice about um, the effects that alcohol can have on people. Thanks, I'll see you next week.